When you're in the phase of ramping up your service-based business, landing your next client and getting any kind of revenue coming in is a party-worthy moment. And rightfully so, because you're finally doing the damn thing. But now, after a little while, you're starting to look ahead and you've got your eye on something beautiful and shiny called consistency. So if you're thinking about bringing more consistent income into your business every month or you plan to soon, it is time now to start prioritizing stacking your revenue and creating sustainable, predictable income. Here's how. You're listening to the Freedom Found Podcast, an audio community for freedom-driven entrepreneurs wanting to build and scale an impactful online business that allows them to spend more time with their toes in the sand than their fingers on the keyboard. I'm your host, Crystal Church. I'm an email copywriter and business mentor, borderless entrepreneur, and wannabe dog mom. On this podcast, we'll talk all things online business, marketing, strategy, mindset, health, travel, and what it's really like to be a borderless entrepreneur. Freedom Found is all about equipping you with insight and actionable tips to help you build your business around your life so you can spend more time exploring new cities, hanging with your family, working on that new business project, or quite frankly, however the hell you'd like. I've never been one to chase after monetary goals for monetary goals sake. However, I do value creating financial freedom and security. So today we're going to talk about what to do to escape the ups and downs of revenue and the volatility that can come along with that in a service-based business and create something with more predictable monthly income. And I'm breaking this down into three ways that you can start to stack your revenue. And before we jump into that, we need to first talk about what in the world is revenue stacking in the first place. So let's do a quick exercise. If in your mind's eye right now, you can picture the next three months as little calendars. So you've got month A, month B, and month C. So that's the next quarter in your mind's eye. Revenue stacking is not just knowing, okay, well, I have a project in month B, so I'm going to get paid in month B, or maybe they're going to pay me part in month A and part in month B. But revenue stacking is when you can say, okay, well, this is the view of the revenue coming into my business over a period of time from the same or multiple projects. So if you can stretch those three months into, let's say, six months, and you have a baseline of three, four, five, 10, 20K coming into your business every single month between now and when six months finishes, that is revenue stacking. That's saying, well, I know I'm getting payments coming in from these clients, whether or not projects are active at that time or you're working with them intensively at that time, you know that consistent revenue is coming in every month over the next, let's say, three to six months. So you've stacked your revenue, so they're not necessarily paying you in a lump sum, which we'll dive into in a moment, but your revenue is coming in on a consistent baseline every single month. So revenue stacking is so wonderful because it allows you to have peace of mind, it allows you to have security, and it allows you to create consistency that we often lack when we start our online businesses, that something that we miss from perhaps corporate, old nine to fives, whatever that is, that knowledge 
of knowing how much is coming to your bank account every single month. So revenue stacking provides security and being able to then make choices for you to outsource and get the support that you need in your business or do something in your personal life, you name it. It just provides that financial security that we're all looking for within our businesses. So I'm going to break down three different ideas and ways that you can start revenue stacking in your business today, this month, and this quarter. The first one is to create longer-term retainers. You might already work with clients on retainer-based projects, and a retainer is really where somebody has you for a set number of hours or a set number of deliverables every single month. You provide support to them, and then in turn, they pay you, and this is usually the same amount every month. So whether or not you're working in retainers at the moment, I want you to stay open-minded to the idea of creating more flexible retainers that work for you and for your ideal client, or if you don't work in retainers already, introducing a model like this that can allow you to have some more security and sustainability within your project work. So this is really about elongating contracts and creating retainers for right fit clients. We're not trying to work with people long-term that either A, don't need it or aren't a good fit for this, but we're trying to provide the right support to the right people and that in turn is a win-win for both of us. So let's set the scene first. If you're a copywriter, for example, who's been working with a few clients every month in an a la carte scenario, or maybe even a small-term retainer like we talked about previously, it's time to up the ante. You've got a few different options. The first thing you can do is you can increase the length of your project. And that isn't to say add on unnecessary pieces to the project. So let's be really clear about this. This is about providing right fit service to right fit clients. But let's say you're doing a website copy project for a client. You write all of their website copy for their new design to be then sent off. And usually that would be an a la carte service that is then finished at the end of the project. What if you offered website service and then a continuing retainer for blog content or email newsletter copy that can support their marketing efforts going into their next launch or campaign that you know they have coming up. So this also leads into the second part of this tip, which is really about creating upsells to provide the right support to clients. So instead of just offering them the website copy project in the first place, you can offer them website copy project with an advantageous rate to include this upsell of blog content or email copy to continue their marketing efforts after your project is finished. That means you could take an eight-week website copy project and turn it into eight weeks of website copy, and then let's say four more months of a retainer for marketing copy or content. That now is a six-month retainer. You can have them pay you in a deposit for the website copy and then on a retainer monthly basis over the four months that you're doing the retainer work. You can also make it advantageous for them to do a longer-term retainer That's what I always recommend clients to do if it works for you and if you're happy to lock in that rate for longer, you can extend that and say, you know what, I don't know what my rate is going to be at that time as I continue to grow and demand continues to rise, my rates likely can as well. And again, operate out of integrity here and only say that if it's true, but allow them then the option to not just have a four-month retainer of that copy work, but you could allow them to lock that price in for six months. 
So that's advantageous for them because they're securing that rate with you for a longer term. And then obviously that's advantageous for you because you now have income coming in for eight whole months, six months of a retainer and two months of a special project with them. That's eight months out of the year that you know baseline you're going to have this much money coming into the bank. This is where the magic of stacking income really starts to come into play. The second way you can start revenue stacking in your business as soon as your next sales call, and I'm serious about that, you can implement these on your very next sales call, is by offering longer term payment plans. This doesn't only allow for income stacking, but it also creates more options for clients that can't afford to pay in full or to pay on a shorter term payment option. One of the things that I always recommend is making sure that you're not elongating payments way past your project is finished because that can just create issues down the line. However, you can provide some more flexibility for your clients or customers to be able to both access your services and offers and be able to allow you to have guaranteed income coming into the business. So let's say that you have a project that is eight weeks long, but it doesn't start until next month. You could offer this client a payment of four months to accommodate that timeline and give you the peace of mind knowing that you have that revenue coming in for the next quarter of the year. Let's say for ease's sake, this is a $4,000 project. That could look like you taking a deposit now of $1,000 and then every 30 days, they are then paying the next $1,000. So you know every single month you have 1K coming into your business bank account and you're able to then make financial business decisions that reflect this security and stability that you have on a long-term basis. So if you are not currently offering long-term payment plans, I want you to start to think outside the box, start to think a little bit more flexibly for both yourself and your ideal client and consider how you can adjust what you currently have into longer term payment plans. Now, this is obviously great if you would like to revenue stack. That's the goal in this episode. However, there is the advantageous perspective of getting paid in full as well. So you can offer an incentive for clients to pay in full. Maybe it's a slightly discounted rate if you need a cash injection in your business or you just like to be paid upfront and have that done and squared away. So there's nothing wrong with that as well. It just depends on what your goals are and whether or not you're gearing up, you're saving for something, you're looking to make an investment. So cash influx would be really great for the business or whether or not you're like, you know what, I just want baselines covered and I want to know this far out how much money is coming into the business at any given moment. Okay, now the third way you can start income stacking on a regular basis is to create recurring profit with passive funnels. And this is a huge topic worthy of an entire episode all on its own, but I'm gonna break this down for you in this short synopsis to give you the information you need to decide if this is the next step that you wanna take or if it's something you've already been thinking about, you can start to actually implement some of these tips to be able to create that passive income on a regular basis in your business. So let's break this down. In order to discuss this, we need to first chat about a funnel. And this is probably something you either A, already know about, or B, have already heard about, but you don't know all the details. So for the sake of redundancy and to make sure that all of this information is applicable, let's just talk really quickly about what a funnel is. A funnel is something you likely already have, even if you don't exactly know what that is. It is a step-by-step path 
that you create for your ideal client or customer to embark on that leads them to conversion. And then if you're getting really strategic, leads them to future conversions. So at the moment, let's say if you're a service provider, that copywriter we're talking about in our example, if you are mainly marketing yourself on Instagram, or maybe you've started your email list, you have your top of funnel being social media. You don't have paid ads or traffic at this point. This is all organic. People are coming to you. They're going to your link in bio. They're clicking on your lead magnet. They're joining your email list. And then maybe down the line, they are reaching out. They're applying after you have sent an email about your services. So you very likely have something like that at the moment. And even if you don't have your email list started, you have some way for clients to find you, get in contact with you, and then become a client. And that is a very basic funnel. So a full passive or evergreen funnel is something that's going to be a bit more strategic and it's going to have more pieces at play, but it essentially does the same thing. It brings leads to you, right? That's the moment where leads are at the top of your funnel. They're learning about you. They have an opportunity to take part in something more. That would be via lead magnet. It might be free or paid. And then that usually brings them into an opportunity to consume email content, which nurtures them and turns into sales emails that has some sort of a pitch. And that's a very basic outline. And there's lots of variables that could be within that. And this step that you can take to create more passive income, just know that a funnel is something that takes them step by step to convert and continue to convert with you. So if you have a passive piece already, that's wonderful. And we'll chat about that in a moment. If you don't, that's okay. We are also going to dive into how you can start to think about creating a passive piece in your business. So this really starts with having what's called an Ascension Model product suite, a value ladder, I often say. And this is one that takes your ideal client or customer through your product suite from entry to moving into your more advanced offers. And creating this product suite is about thinking where your ideal client is early on. Where are they? What support do they need? How can you give them quick wins to get them out of maybe a desperation state where they really just need support right now on that survival mode and then allow them to have these transformations that then move them into the next item in your product suite. So going from your entry-level offer to a low-level offer to a mid-level offer to a higher-level offer where you're supporting them along this journey but providing more in-depth support, different avenues of support each step of the way. Most of the time in this Ascension Model product suite, what I'm really talking about is removing yourself from the beginning and from those entry-level offers and keeping you in one-on-one work or one-to-many work and your mid-to-high-ticket offers. And this is where passive income really comes into play at that early part of your product suite. So in your entry and low-ticket offers, This is where you're supporting your ideal client or customer through a product, through a masterclass, through a course that you're not necessarily involved with. This is when they're in the DIY phase. They aren't necessarily looking or needing extensive like one-to-one support at this moment. They just need some basic information from you and support in doing whatever X, Y, and Z goal is. So before you can start to think about creating passive income, you do have to start with creating an Ascension Model product suite. I think that's honestly one of the funnest things to do is brainstorm where do you want the business to go? What do you want that to look like? How do you want to support your community? Because there are so many different directions that you can take that in. So focusing on this product suite is so, so key. 
It is one of the key things that we do in the first phase of my signature program, Elevated Brand Accelerator, and it's something I highly recommend that you prioritize if you'd like to generate passive income either now or in the future. Or if you already have this in place and you know your product suite and you just need to execute on it and create these funnels, my High Touch Mastermind Freedom Found Collective does just that as well. So you can tap the links in the description of this episode to view program info for both of those and just know that early bird bonuses are available for those that apply before doors open publicly again. So let's say at the moment that you're working with clients one-on-one in projects, but there are some pieces that you're doing on repeat. You're saying the same things, you're providing very similar support from one client to the next client, and there's the big potential to perhaps template that support or record and provide educational modules and resources to those within your community that aren't quite ready for that one-to-one work yet. So this is a great opportunity to, in the beginning of your product suite, have an entry-level offer. So it's time for you to get innovative, create a digital product that you could turn evergreen. This could be a course, like I mentioned before. It could be a set of templates, masterclass, ebook, you name it. It really depends on your audience. There's not one right or wrong answer here. It's about looking at your product suite, your ideal client, and the way that you're supporting them and they need support with on a whole. So keeping that in mind, how would they best consume content? What would be most accessible to them? And then taking that and starting to create an entry-level offer that supports them right where they are and allows you to provide them micro wins. So let them experience a transformation, get things ticked off of their list, and start making progress toward their larger transformation goal. Now, once you have a product created, let's take that copywriter example again and say that you have been working on a lot of projects with email copy, and you found that a lot of people came to you but didn't quite have the budget to work with you one-on-one, or you were working on a lot of projects that were the same, and you could almost template the emails that they were needing. So one thing you could do is create a set of templates, perhaps some videos, some educational or tutorial videos to go along with it, and you can package that up together in a digital product. You can either sell this via live launching or my personal favorite via evergreen funnels. You could also do both live launch, build up product awareness and authority there, and then put it evergreen. So you can kind of choose either avenue there and there are pros and cons to doing both. But in this case, we're really going to be focusing on then taking that product and making it evergreen. So you're creating then a funnel that has lots of different pieces. Like I mentioned, that's a whole nother episode, but the first step here is just creating the product and being able to then say, okay, I know this serves my ideal client or customer at this phase in their journey. I know after they consume this and after they have wins here, they're going to move on to my next level offer. And after that, my next level offer and my next one after that. And that's really where we're starting to talk about scaling your business, where you're not having to put in more energy in order to get more output from the business. So it takes a lot of work doing this, this final option of creating recurring passive income, but it is so worth it in the long term. So if you are ready to revenue stack and start creating security in your income, you can start really basically with extending your products into long-term retainers like we talked about first, second, creating long-term payment plans, or third, diving into creating digital offers that you can sell on repeat. And the right fit answer here is really going to depend on where you are right now and where you see the most ease 
in stepping into. If you haven't done option one and two, I recommend starting with that first and then diving into option three when you're ready for a little bit more growth and to spend more time creating it. Because even though we're saying passive income, there's a lot that goes into creating digital products, courses, you name it. So making sure that you have the time and the energy to devote to that first is key. So you know me, I'm all about taking tangible steps toward your goals. So I want you to think about your business at the moment and actually choose one thing off of this list to start implementing this month. Add time to your calendar to plan, to brainstorm what that looks like, and to start setting the wheels in motion. If it's retainers or long-term payment plans, this is something that you can do on your very next sales call. You can say, you know what? On my next sales call, I'm going to say my minimum retainer is six months, is four months. Whatever you want that to look like, go with that. Create that as your retainer or adjust your payment plan options. And then as and when, if it feels good, you can step into creating a digital offer or product. All your homework is now is to choose one from the list, set aside some time on your calendar to get creating and prioritize that because that's how you can start to see real growth and change within your business. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, take a screenshot and share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at crystal.church with your favorite takeaway. This quarter, we are drawing one lucky entrepreneur to win a free 30-minute coaching call with me. So take that screenshot, share away, and I'll catch you next time.